0: What's up, everybody? This your main man, Kel Breezy, and once again, I am back with another episode about wrestling. Yeah, on this episode, I'm talking about wrestling, and I'm going to be talking about eight superstars with the most wins in WWE history. Now, two of these guys, they're at the bottom, but they have chances to surpass some of the wrestling because they're still active in WWE. Unlike some of the rest of these superstars on this list, you know, so Win-loss column don't really mean nothing nowadays in WWE Like, hey, they do this whole fifty-fifty, like, you win some, you lose some and They try to balance it out, and it was getting kind of weird Where, like, win-loss record, it don't matter in WWE, you know So, like, somebody can lose so many times if they know they win once And then they get a title shot Like, dude, you draw off, like, oh, three weeks in a row You win one match, and now you're certified normal tender. Whatever. So it's crazy. It's WWE, Anyway, guys, sorry for the kind of um I do say that I'm sorry for the lack of videos I have been doing. Um had a few things going on this month. So but I'm I'm gonna try to pick things back up and try to put as many episodes I can this month to make up for the lack of videos the last couple of weeks. So yeah, your boy been kinda down a little ill. One week is a stomach virus, This week was like a the last two weeks was like a head cold and coughing. You know. Doctor told me sometimes, you gotta ask me, sometimes you be wheezing, sometimes you be coughing after, you know. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, your boy feeling better with some other personal things going on, but I'm here to do what I'm enjoying doing, what I would love doing all this year. And guys, thanks again for the support, and I hope, we should pray you guys continue to support and share the podcast with the rest of the world. Those who don't know that they can enjoy it like you guys do, or support me like you guys do. So anyway, let's get into these eight WWE superstars, wrestlers, whichever one you want to call them. Whichever ever come out first. Sometimes I call them wrestlers. Sometimes I call them superstars, but you know what it is sports entertainers Let's get straight into it. Like I said the two at the bottom They got a chance to pass everybody else because they're still wrestling And these numbers may be different for them now because I know they win-loss record may have increased within the last um month or so of me Supposedly recording this so anyway here. We are first on the list with the most number eight spot now, y'all already know I'm going to be number one. Come on now. You don't know. You're fooling yourself. But anyway, spoiler alert, It's not Hulk Hogan. And it's not Oldberg. Elf Oldberg. So anyway, first on the list in the number eight spot is my main man, Kofi Kingston. Man, representing the new day. Jama- you're, you're making me crazy. Okay, Kofi Kingston, right now, he has 1,000. 161 plus wins i say plus because like i said since me last looking at the numbers he pretty sure he won a few so yeah that's why i say plus kofi Kingston's got been holding it down man kofi king has been doing it since what 2007 2008 2009 maybe yeah kofi been holding it down man you know he started with the whole jamaican next thing it's me kofi Kingston. on you know holding it down man doing this thing He's a Grand Slam champion, man. He was a multi time kind of champion, US champ, tag champ, my goodness. And he finally topped out by winning the WWE championship, Kofi Mania, which was pretty dope, man. I, I'm, right now, WWE has only had three black WWE E champions, not World Heavyweight champions, WWE E champions, because you had The Rock, then you had Kofi, and then you got Bobby Lashley. So there's a small league group of superstars, a group to be in, you know. That'd be dope if though they could do a table for three with those three guys with The Rock, Bobby Lash and Kofi. That would be dope. That'd be epic. It should be more than 30 minutes. But Kofi been holding it down. I mean, he took some losses here and there, but man, he he got a lot of pretty big wins, you know. Thing there, like in every match, he had a big win. The only one I he I really wish Kofi could win would be cool with the Royal Rumble. That'd be dope. Kofi win the Royal Rumble or Money in Bank. Those two big victories are what's mm, the Kofi Kingston need. Deserves, as a matter of fact, you know, it's some people that he shouldn't want, and then some people who shouldn't want shouldn't have. But yeah, Kofi-Kent, he can't. He held held it down, man. I'm. I always like Kofi I do just been a big fan, but I've always liked Kofi's His positive energy, his high energy, his leaps, his you know how he go it down in the um, Royal rumbles or battle rules, how he escaped being eliminated. It's cool stuff. Stuff he does in ladder matches, you know, and. The New Day thing was like a breath of fresh air for his career because it's like, what can you do with Kofi? And the new thing, he had his heels, they were kicking butt. Babyface, they were kicking butt. So, and, and I was like, what's next? You know, them splitting Big E from New Day. It's like, what's next? And them with Xavier and Kofi. So I'm excited to see how many more wins can Kofi get? How many more can he surpass the rest of the people on his list? And Kofi got a lot left on the tank, no lie. So I think he can surpass... A couple of these guys on this list. Yeah. Excuse me. All right, next on my list, number seven. Mm -hmm. I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. Randy freaking Orton, Randall Keith Orton. RKO. Now, I've been a fan of Randy Orton since you know he debuted and he's on SmackDown. I'll call it in the Match Undertaker. Then join evolution. Right now, Randall Orton has one thousand two hundred and three plus victories, wins in WWE. Now, again, I say plus because since I last looked at his um win loss record, he still has a chance to pass people because he's still going. Randy Orton said he gonna, I right think he said he gonna wrestle he got like 20, 10 more years, twenty more years. He wanna wrestle, so he can pick up a lot more victories. Hell, he probably can pass Rick Flair's on um, home sixteen title reigns, well. Rick Floor and Johnson, 16 title reigns Who knows? He, got, he just not to win title three more times. Cause he had 14. So hey. That'd be cool. <coughs> but yeah, Randy Orton, he been putting that work in. Now I know people see like, man, he loses a lot of time on TV. A lot of times he ain't not his shoulders pinned in some big high profile matches, but he also got the victory in a lot of high profile matches. I mean, you don't become a 14 time world champion. You know, getting your shoulders pinned a lot. So this dude, he been doing his thing. Yeah, he been in some tag teams right now. He's a RK bro. He did already RKO, Evolution, The Authority, Legacy. You no, know, people say Raynor turned on people, but most these situations they turned on him. Yeah, so but anyway, but man, Raynor Re- Re- did to do anything that RKO you never see it coming. RKO out of nowhere, Legend Killer, Viper, <laughs> the Apex Predator, you know, and he's been doing good, man. He's a solid worker. He has gotten better over here. His promos, you know, his style of wrestling is, is slow but constant. No waste of movement of time. He, you know, I tell a story in the ring. He does simple stuff like putting folks in the guys in the headlock and stomping on punches. Like he ain't got all these big flashy athletic moves like these younger guys do. But Ringo still got one of the best drop kicks in the business, no lie. And his finished RKO, <sighs> he hit that thing out of nowhere, and I'm glad you know DDP pretty much got him to. Thumbs up to use the diamond cutter, which RKO. He just booyah! Think it's wonderful, guys. I'm a, I'm a fan of Randy. Ward. I've been a fan since like at the beginning, and and right now, he's Randy Orton is probably one of the few guys I watch to see what's going on. All wrong, like i would try to just wait to see. Oh, Randy Orton's on TV. So I can watch what he's doing, and when he's not on TV, I kind of change the channel. So, yeah. So now gonna get to now. I'm going to talk about the guys that I say that. Keep uh, Randy Orton and Kofi can pass because everybody on this list is not an active wrestler anymore. Now, the number one list, <laughs> number one on this list, they're going to have to perform on, to, pay, to get to that number. Uh, they're they going to have to, Randy Orton and Kofi, they're going to have to wrestle on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT, NXT UK, <laughs> 205 Live, on every pay per view. They get close to this number, to number one, to the number one person spot. So, but anyway. Everybody on this list, they're not active wrestlers. They either retired or they just Not into the E or they just doing other things Why they don't have to wrestle and can't keep the numbers going in the win column So next person number (laughs) Number six Well, well, it's the big show I mean, uh, big show Mm -hmm. Big show coming in with 1,223 wins in WWE Again, this, these, this is another guy where it's like, I'm not, it's like, he doesn't, most times he's named, he doesn't get many big victories in big high-profile matches, but you have to remember, he was wrestling Raw, SmackDown, ECW, um, the live events, these stuff all counts, ain't no telling how many victories he got on the road, or like on Raw and SmackDown, Big Show, has a big wins. he beat Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar's first time was champion, he beat Brock Lesnar, so big ups. He, right, Big Show's the only person in history that could say, they are a former WCW World Champion, WWE World Champion, ECW World Heavyweight Champion, World Heavyweight Champion. <clears throat> Not now, I don't, Nobody else can say they have held all those championships. WCW, WWE, ECW. Those three brands were my childhood. And Big Show was champion all over. Okay, the ECW Championship was the WWE version of it, but it was still an ECW World Headway Champion. It counts in my book. And he's a World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, former Intercontinental Champion, former US Champion, former Tag Team Champion. Uh, pretty much said Grand Slam Champion in my book. Yeah, I, I say that. Yeah. He, he, yeah, But auto Victor Big Show picked up and man, Big Show you talking about. Babyface heel, baby face, heel, baby face heel, baby face heel, baby face. Heel, he turned baby face heel like ten times in one year, like in 2012, 13. Like dude baby face back and forth. Like and he do it like in the middle of a match. He's a babyface. baby face. Nope, he's a heel before the match over. Oh no, he's a baby face before the, sh- the show's over, though. I give big show credit, man. He and I mean he with losing weight out of control, he lost weight because he didn't gain so much, but he lost so much weight and he. A great job, man. Looking good, slimmed down. And, and he's he's pretty athletic and he's pretty agile. He's pretty funny. Got a lot he's character. But if you go back and watch his stuff in WCW, all they made him do is just be a giant. It wasn't until he got to do the E where he got personality saw him doing personations and doing all kind of stuff. They put some high profile match. He may have lost like a WrestleMania with Floyd Mayweather, but in the face I was shaken. But this is stuff that people don't remember, and it was fun. He had to do different things on just wrestle. I mean, being remembered for a good wrestling match is one thing, but to be remembered for moments, that's another thing. And Big Show definitely be remembered for moments. He's an AEW now, so I really can't wait to see what happens with him in AEW. So they got a couple of tall, big guys that he can help mentor a coach. He had Mark Henry there with him, too. So, yeah. Moving on now. <clears throat> the number five spot. <clears throat> this kind of hurts that, he, I, that he's. That number five, but number five, the heartbreak kid, Mr. Wrestlemania, the showstopper, Mr. Hall of Fame, the founding father, Degeneration X, the founding father of the Click, the main event, the icon, Shawn Michaels. He coming in with one thousand. He beat the big show by two, by the way. One thousand two hundred twenty-five wins in WWE. <coughs> I really feel like this number would be a lot higher if he didn't miss out much time um, on due that back injury between ninety-eight and two thousand two. Those you know, between those four years, he he was still have been wrestling. And he this his number would have been a whole lot higher. And I wish I hate it's bittersweet that back injury happened, because I think without that back injury, Shawn Michaels would have kept going down the road he was on and he probably wouldn't have been allowed to live to tell his story. He probably would overdose on drugs or something, or OD, or he would have alcohol problem, would have been no good to anybody, you know, because he was already going down that road. But due to that back injury where he had to stay at home and got married, and his wife got back in church, and Sean found God. And then 2002 came kind of, you know, God healed him, allowed him to come back have an even better career than he had the first time, in my opinion. Sean Michael's the first Grand Slam champion in his time, you know, he was the champion. Intercontinental champion, European champion, tag team champion. Yeah, Sean so like was the first person in his time to ever win all the gold that was available to a man's uh, competitor in the at the time. Big ups to him. <coughs> yeah, he's the first. First, 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 first Grand Slam champion. So that's big ups. And Sean's like down there one of the best in the ring, best in ring performers, and a lot of people give him credit. Even guys, um, that he looks up to, like Ric Flair. Sean Mike's on the best. Stone Cold says, so many people say that it's not in the click, and it means more people say who's not in the click? You know, there's one thing for like Triple H, Kevin Ash, Gahal, and X-Pac to say it, but we have other guys saying it. It, it, it. it may be some truth behind it. It may be truth that, oh yeah, maybe Sean is the one of the, if not the best, one of the best ring performers. He's definitely my um Mount Rushmore of a of wrestlers. He definitely is. Um and like I said, his second half of his career is better because he is like I'm an established superstar. I'm Sean Freaking Michaels. Like I can go out there and have a great match and lose and, and still have a great match. And I'm putting somebody else over because they beat me, Shawn Michaels. Like Sean Michaels one of those guys he can pick up so many small victories to keep his status up, keep his you know his name popular. Then come to the big match, he put somebody over like John Cena, like Sean Michaels don't look bad. You know, because he lost to John Cena. It made John Cena look good because he beat Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? Just like with uh, WrestleMania 21, one of my favorite matches. Uh, WrestleMania 21 Hollywood, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle. One of my favorite matches. Not just WrestleMania, but one of my favorite matches overall because that was a great match. Shawn Michaels lost, and he tapped out. But it didn't take away anything from the name of Shawn Michaels, but it made Kurt Angle that much bigger that much greater, like, man, he beat Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania and made him tap out. Kurt Angle is more than just Olympic wrestling and jokes. This dude's for real deal here. He's like, he's really real deal. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and that's, he was clean and having great matches. And everybody putting in great matches, you know. So, big us to Shawn Michaels, my all-time favorite wrestler. Still hope to meet him before, you know, one of us pass away or get too old to do anything. <laughs> so, yeah, Shawn Michaels. <sighs> Just imagine the dream matches that he could have right now with some of the talent on the WWE and NXT roster. Man. Anyway, so moving right along. next on the list coming in at number four. One of Shawn Michaels' biggest rivalries when back in his heyday. Brett, the hitman heart, the excellence of execution, the best there is, the best there was, the best there will be. Brett Hart, the last living member of the Hart Foundation. Yep. Lost Owen. No, first we lost Brian Pillman, then we lost Owen, then British Bulldog, David Boy Smith, and it was lost Jim Anvil Neyhart a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. Brett's the last living. <clears throat> and he got on um, coming in with 1,460 wins in the history. That's a lot. Brett was putting in that work. Brett was putting in that work, boy. And, yeah, I, I mean, because um, I was such a, I mean, I was holding you out. Know, I'm really like fan. I kind of overlooked Bret Hart. But going back and watching some of his old matches and interviews and clips of his matches, like, Bret Hart is definitely one of the greatest In ring technical wrestlers, and it goes on record that he never hurt anybody in the ring, like injuring anybody. He was safe to work with. He definitely don't speak highly of man. There's another reason I like Bret Hart. (laughs) F Oberg, you call Bret Hart Career again, idiot. But yeah, oh man, all these victories, man. Bret putting in work, work. Tag team champ with his um, brother-in-law and Jim and Oh, man in a Cardinal champion and world champion, and like Bret Hart was what a championship. He carried himself like a champion. If you want to be a you know, like wrestlers now, if you want to know what a championship feels like, how you carry a championship, carry yourself and walk and talk, Bret Hart definitely is that guy that you should look up and to like, yeah, Bret's a great champ. He 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 walked well, carried well, he carried prestige. And so many times, like any champion, any Cardinal champion, a little championship title match. He always kissed that belt because that's that show how much that title meant to him. It was like not just a piece of trash. He didn't throw it around and all weird crazy stuff. He respected that title. Whatever championship he had, respect that title. He knew the legacy behind that title. He wanted to make the title legendary. He's definitely one of, if not the, he's one of the best intercontinental champions, one of the best W champions. <coughs> and plus, he made pink wearing pink look cool in wrestling. Stood like a sword. He stood out there pink and black. The pink and black attack is back. And then sharpshooter, legendary. That's one of the most legendary submission holes. I think I should do a, a episode talking about legendary, the best submission holes in wrestling. Because the is definitely one of them between the the sharpshooter and the figure four. Ooh I don't I don't know which one is well, I don't know. They both just to this day people still use them and they're just so iconic. But I don't think nobody can slap that sharpshooter on better than Bret Hart. No disrespect to Sting and the Scorpion death Law, but Bret Hart put that sharpshooter on your fella. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yeah. thing of beauty. I think if anybody wants to start using the sharpshooter, they should they should definitely like let Brett teach them how to put it on. Like Cesaro does a good job. Uh, tally does a good job on Tyson Kidd. He did a good job. The Rock, The Rock didn't do a good job. Rock never did a good job. He was too theatrical and he just looked weird. He didn't really the religion. He, yeah, he didn't look right. He did okay, but it was not good as Brett or anybody in the Hart family you know, or close to the Hart family. Owen did a pretty good job too. No lie, he did. Can't look on Hart. Owen Hart did a great job putting the sharpshooter. But Brett Hart, yeah, definitely did a great job with that sharpshooter. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Coming number three, Hellfire and Brimstone, the big red machine, the big red monster, the devil's favorite demon. Half a team, hell no, half of the brother of destruction. Kane. Yes, I said all that Kane coming in, man. Kane, doing, Kane putting in work into the, league. he has, like I said, it seemed like he kind of retired, so right now he's sitting at 1,487. Wins in D-O-D-E history. Whoa. Whoa. My main, my main man, Kane. That's what's up, y'all. Dang. <laughs> that's an impressive number, y'all. Especially for a big man like Kane. You know, like that Kane, he, he put in their work, too. I think um only title Kane is missing from being a Grand Slam champion is the U.S. championship. He definitely, he's been a tag team champion. I mean, he with... I was say Undertaker, X Pac, RVD, Big Show, Daniel Bryan. Um, that, I think that's. I think that's it. I think. Think that's it. Uh, I think he. I think he won the title with the Hurricane. I want to say he did. It wasn't a long stint, but I think he did. <coughs> but yeah, he um, won the first champion. <laughs> and sucked to his first. And only do the championship reign, it was like less than 25 hours because he beat Stone Cold in the first Blood match, then he lost to the next night Stone Cold. But he's a multiple-time world heavyweight champion, money bank winner, never won World Rumble, but he dominated World Rumble. He held a record for most eliminations for a long time, with um, eleven single eleven eliminations in the single Royal Rumble was held by Kane, two thousand one Royal Rumble was kicking ass, taking night which he up losing it to Stone Cold, which I don't, I don't think. I mean, it had to happen because they wanted Rock and um, Stone Cold will go again at WrestleMania. But if they had two world champions, um, I think Kane could have won it because Kane could have challenged for like, the World Heavyweight Championship or whatever, and Stone Cold could have went on to challenge for the WWE Championship for the Rock. So that's kind of the beauty of um, having two world champions because. Now I feel like you can let the right person win the world rumble. and still go going to challenge for a world title. And then you have another storyline where somebody else gets to challenge for the other title. So I, I, I feel like that's great having two world champions. It's, to me, it's a good idea. Like I said, because now when we have one world champion, it's like, we're going to go with the popular choice. Not the right choice, but the popular choice. Like Stone is a popular choice. But that world rumble, it wasn't the right choice in my opinion. I was like... Can't kick the ass. Let somebody new need to win, and and I'm all for you know people win the world Rumble more than once. But sometimes you need to spread the love out, spread the love out. I, at this point I don't want to see anybody else win the world Rumble for a second or third time. I really want to look forward to seeing somebody else new win it. Like right now, I say if, the, if they don't win the money, the bank like SummerSlam should start your storyline to start building your man and your woman up to win their world one for next year. From August to January, that's more than enough time to start working on them, building them up. Let them in like SummerSlam. For whatever they get going on SummerSlam, keep pushing them, keep working on them, keep putting them in the center for putting them in good storyline. I'm not saying I'm putting the championships on them or anything, but had them in storylines where they're meaningful. Where it's like, oh, I see him being the big star. I see him. He, he used to pick, or she used to pick to win the World But I see them mainly being WrestleMania. But yeah, so anyway, but Kane. Hardcore matches <laughs> Hell in the cell matches inferno matches jeez like I said he's a money-in-the-bank winner he won it that night and cashing in against Rey Mysterio, poor Rey Mysterio. I can't remember time Rey Mysterio had like a long lengthy title reign, and when he won a title tonight against Jack Swagger, he just losing later that night to Kane And Kane has some great feuds with some of his tag team partners like Undertaker, Daniel Bryan, um, X Pac, um, Robin down like he, he big show, <laughs> and Kane he's one of those big guys that can really work too and come out that tightrope that clothesline. He kind of stopped doing it close to the his career because old age and knees and stuff. But and he's one of those characters like came with the mask is cool, came without the mask is cool but creepier. So I, I like Mask Kane the most, but. When like Hill came at the math, that's pretty creepy. And, ooh, petrifying! Oh my gosh, Jesus, update the wheel. <laughs> but yeah, Kane put up some big numbers for some big wins, man. I don't know. Like I said, at the bottom, like Randy Orton and Kofi, they got a lot of work to do. They want to get up to where Kane is. Just a matter of the work they got to do to get to the number two and number one spot. So, mm. coming in number two though. Speaking of number two, he just um recently. Wrestling right now retired last year from wrestling thirty years. Had a last match at WrestleMania against AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. The Lord of Darkness, the Phenom, <sighs> the Conscious of the Delta E. I mean, the Outlaw, just one of the best damn characters, the gimmicks in wrestling. The Undertaker, the Phenom, <sighs> Big Evil. I'll make you famous. <laughs> Man Untaker, dude, multiple champion. He's one of the few guys that skipped the mid-card title, went straight to the world title. And he has his record win record is right now 1681. And AJ Styles, you are that one in 1681. <laughs> AJ hey, Styles, yeah. I'll take out that last victory. He got that one in on you, AJ. So, yeah, it was six, it was 1,680, but AJ Styles made it that one. <laughs> There's a play on Paul Hamer said about Brock Lesnar being at 21 and 1. But, yeah, I'll take a putting in work. Remember when he first came? He was undefeated. He was, he was beating people left and right. Beating Untaker, like, if you want to beat Untaker, you had to truly gang up on him. Like, he'd be like, have the lock on had to beat him just to put beat him in the casket match or something you know what i mean and it was like it was hardly when we saw the Undertaker um lose a match you know what i mean <clears throat> but it was like we really saw him lose like a big profile match that made it was trying to write him off tv for a while it wasn't because like oh i just lost the match but it was like right on tv because he had been working so long through an injury or it was just a storyline. but most of the time it was more just like the, Time off to deal with an injury because I remember he came in from the American Badass Garrett character. Then most like, oh, this is a different Undertaker. That was like, this is awesome. And then he left and he came back as the Phenom, with the old oh, and WrestleMania Twenty. Loved it, loved it. Good stuff, man. This was this was good, good, good stuff. And Undertaker, he's one of those guys where it's like. He has a respect from all in the locker room. He's a locker room leader. Then I mean, they, I watch interviews. They talk about the wrestler's um, <laughs> court. And I'll take the judge. <clears throat> like he's a judge and a jury. He was the jury. He was the whole shebang prosecuting everything. So, and just the respect that man has from everybody. I respect Andrega. Some great matches. One of the best undefeated streaks in wrestling history. The rest his undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Oh, man. Dope. Oh, uh, I don't I don't um I don't see anybody ever coming close to his having a record like he has in WrestleMania. I think he's put I think it's 20 I think it's 26 and 2. I'm trying to remember, was it 24 and 2? Because I know him and Stone Cold talk about I think Stone Cold's is four and two. Yeah, he has his is four and was it five? I can't remember. It's uh i know he only lost to brock lester and and um roman reigns i want to say he's 20 is he the 25 or 26 i'm trying to think because let me I, I, I gotta do stone Cold because they they made they joked about because he beat sean he beat the rock twice he beat um Savio vega but he lost to brit and then he lost to Uh, on the rock. Oh, he beat Scott Hall too. So I think it is twenty five and two. I think it is. Because he beat like I said, he beat the rock twice. He beat Sean. He beat Savio Vega. He beat Scott Hall. Lost to Britt. He lost to the Rock. So I think it is twenty five and two. I think the Rock on Tucker is twenty five and two. I could be wrong. If I'm not, good. If I am, I'll fix it later. But anyway, on Tucker. First Hell in the Cell match dominated him. And Shawn Michaels had uh, he didn't have one of the best Hell in the Cell match even to this day. Still want the measure stick. Oh, then the Hell in the Cell match with him and Mankind, oh, two of the best to this day. There's some of the best Hell in the Cell matches too. Like they're the measuring stick. And I know things get kind of worn down on the PG thing. They can't do some of the stuff they did back then, but still, mostly Hell in the Cell match don't even come close. Like the fuse for the Hell in the Cell match don't come close. Like Shawn Michaels taking Untaking Untaking Mankind, those views were meant for him to sell. Then he got in Illumination Chamber. Another match he pretty much made his own. Because he wasn't in Illumination chamber He it was like years before he got in Illumination Chamber. Like maybe three, four years before he did Illumination Chamber. He just made it his own, maybe moments. And he took slam MVP off top of that um pod to the ring. It's just no don't take her there'll be never be no one like him like and I'm glad that he is now at the point it's like where he's open to doing interviews and talk about his career and stories on the road'm it's good to hear these stories from him while he's still alive and so. hear him talk about other wrestling stories on the road so it's cool <clears throat> now number one like I said this number one spot this number person number one should not come to any surprise to anyone number one Mr. Hustle, loyalty, respect, Dr. Duggnomics. The face that runs pl- the face that runs the place. The champ that runs the camp. I think that was AJ Styles, but pretty much the same thing. The face of the company for so many years. I mean, he had some great supporting wrestlers to help put get him there. But his work at oh, John Cena, y'all. Came with these spinner championships. I've never really been a fan, but I appreciate and respect the work he put in in the company. Dude worked hard. Oh man, he worked his butt off. And this is at the point his career now. He, it's okay for him to go and do movies. You know, I just hate that he didn't prepare the company or the wrestlers to take pick up where John Cena left off. I really feel like they dropped the ball and created new superstars. Like they have stars, but they don't have superstars. They can have, hold, take their void and hold the void where John Cena left. Like, when Stone Cold and Rock was leaving, you had guys that could totally take that mantle. You had Brock Lesnar. You had John Cena. You had Randy Orton molding him. You had Batista. You know what I mean? Building up Edge. Sean <coughs> Michaels and Triple H was there. Like I said, John Cena had supporting in the wrestlers around that elevate him to that superstar status. And no one right now in that company, I can say, is on the superstar level like John Cena. And it's not trying to knock nobody else. That's WWE's fault because they have potential. They have so many potential. Roman Reigns is—he's getting there, but do they really have to put him there and get him there, Not not work and put him there? I feel like they're doing it now after he's been solo for, since two thousand fourteen. Since so last year, it started last year. It took y'all six years took y'all—six years to finally get Roman Reigns where he needs to be to get to that next level and become a real superstar. John Cena got some big shoes to fill. Like I said, it's plenty of talent at Ross. They just they did not know how to do it because I guess they were scared that we may lose them again like we lost John. But John Cena put the work in. He paid the dude. He had everybody to say, all right, I'm going to kind of take a break. I'm going to um do movies, do get paid more to do less work and less damage to my body. But John Cena got 1,739 wins in WWE. I'm not surprised because he's super singular and dudes getting wins after win, after win after win after win after win after win after win after win. Not surprised. Because they was molding John Cena to be the face that runs the place, the face of the company. And you gotta do that by getting the wins. Merchandise. People don't want to, people don't want to see the face of the company because they're losing, so he gotta win. I mean he lost here and there, but his loss record is never gonna be like in the top eight loss records. Never, cause John Cena definitely won more than he lost. Yeah, he had to lose some matches to keep the storyline going, but most of his matches he won to keep the storyline going. And like I said, respect, hustle, loyalty, respect, respect the man's work. But never been a big fan of his in-ring work, like his moves and his style. He kind of clumsy, and he always before he looks back he falls. And you watch close, you can hear him mouthing during the match. A little too respect. so I like the Dr. Thug numbers John Cena better when he was doing the rapping where he wore a jersey for whatever city he in. And his joint his jeans shorts wasn't so short and tight. So yeah. So yeah, John Cena holding it down. With that many wins, like I said, Kofi and Randy, they gotta wrestle every TV show and pay-per-view and win to get even try to get close to what John Cena has right now. And then John Cena may come back for SummerSlam or WrestleMania. So, if he faces one right, he ain't going to get another victory. But if he wrestles somebody else, he just might get it. I hope he wouldn't. I hope he just come to put somebody else and get them the star power. But, yeah, John Cena, not surprising number one. If you are, you ain't been keeping up with WWE in wrestling. You haven't. So, yeah. If you ain't got feelings about it, get your head out your ass. Don't be surprised. Like, damn it, if Hulk Hogan would have stayed as dirty as long as John Cena did, he would be in these top eight. <laughs> like I said, I respect John Cena's work because he was doing TVs and movies and other stuff while still working his ass off full time wrestling. I think it was a good idea making him the face of the company because he looked like the guy that you would want to show off and talk up your company. Like, if I had a company and I had a guy like John Cena, I would use him to be my spokesperson. I was seeing him like different TV shows or night, t- like late night shows to talk up whatever we got going on. I was seeing him like sporting events of NASCAR, and I'm like, I'm like, I'll probably tell him like, I'm not a fan of your work, but damn it, you're you're very marketable, in Johnson. It's very marketable. Look at him. Typical person in the in this world that you can market. Smart, nice smile, Zeke, easy on the eyes. And he don't have no tattoos to distract people. Not knocking people with tattoos, but they are can be a distraction. So respect to everybody on this list from number one, John Cena, to number eight, to Kofi Kingston. You guys been putting in work, picking up victories. Apparently, you guys been you're doing right stuff for WWE to trust you guys to be in the top of the eight elite with the most wins right now. But who knows how things can change with younger wrestlers coming in? you can pick up more victories. Hey, like I said. Randy and Kofi, the way they're going, they probably end up passing up on um, Big Show and Shawn Michaels. They got a lot of more work to do to get to the top four spots, but it can happen. Maybe this time next year, if I revisit this list, Shawn and Big Show will be at the bottom. And <laughs> Kofi and Randy be at number six, number five, and number six. Who knows? But anyway, guys, this is your main man, Cal Breezy. Thanks again for all the love and support. Don't forget to click the link down below to, um, Support my boy Benny and his music that you hear on my episodes. I'm going to click that link down below for you. Kel's World and Wrestling 91 Merchandise. name, man, Kel Breezy. And this is Kel's World. It's a fun place. It's a happy place. It's a loving place. One love, and I'm out.